0: Slate's Downton Abbey spoiler special is sponsored by Audible, a leading provider of spoken audio information and entertainment. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want, and get a free audiobook and a 30-day trial at audiblepodcast.com downton. And by The Jinx, The Life and Deaths of Robert Durst, the new documentary series from HBO. Four decades, three murders, and one very rich man who refused to speak until now. The Jinx airs Sundays at 8, only on HBO. Slate Plus members get early access to our Downton Abbey spoiler specials this season immediately following the broadcast on PBS. If you're not a Slate Plus member and you want early access, sign up for Slate Plus at slate.com slash spoiler plus.
1: And welcome to a Slate Plus spoiler special for Season 5, Episode 6 of Downton Abbey. Or is it, in fact, a spoiler special on the War of Spanish Succession and Volume 5 of the Cambridge History of Great Britain?
0: Spoiler alert. (laughs) They succeeded.
1: (laughs) They did. No, I'm June Thomas. Thank you for joining us to discuss, indeed, Downton Abbey. I'm here with the great Seth Stevenson. Hello, Seth. Hello, Donk. (laughs) Hello. Donk. It's such a lovely name. I'm so glad that little – which, which small child is it that calls uh, her, gran- so her or his grandpapa? There hasn't
0: been a lot of differentiation <laughs> no, of, the, no. of the small, spoiled children.
1: Of the next generation. Okay. So very, very emotional episode, right?
0: A lot going on. A, a lot, lot to dig into. <sighs> feelings rising, percolating to the surface. I know you, June, were personally affected by this episode. I was. I was. It really ways. hit home.
1: It hit home. I'm a little bit shaken by it, to be frank with you. Now, just so people know, I'm going to kind of lift the curtain on how we do this. Largely because Seth Stevenson is a purist. I know some people don't believe us. We do not know anything that comes later because we sit and watch an episode. We actually sit this time, we sat next to each other. Elbow to elbow. Elbow to elbow. On and, our wireless. <laughs> and, and with our headphones on and, and kind of tittered and, and kind of went, oh, or at least I did. I, I could hear you was tittering. Doing. Yeah.
0: It's like, shut up.
1: <laughs> that damage you see, man. She cracks me up. But there were times this episode where just, it was the full roller coaster.
0: I myself was mildly moved during this episode.
1: (laughs) You would make a good Englishman, Seth. But let's talk first about Edith, because it felt like poor bloody Edith, as I just... That's like my equivalent of F5, because it just seems like all the burdens that are put on edith's shoulders we
0: come to the studio every week june and we set aside our jigsaw puzzle or our (laughs) game of whist. perhaps we push it aside and we begin to talk about the episode and again we come to edith's hardships and everyone else is having a jolly picnic while edith is dealing with the death of one man who truly ever loved her
1: and who she loved as she said to them as they all just laughed in her face and as Anna, always a sensitive soul, too sensitive, of course, but there you go, said, he just died for her this afternoon. Exactly. Anna, very perceptive. So, Edith, all hope, pulled away from her.
0: It's a raw wound and yes. heartlessly separated from her child by her own family, Lady Rosamond. The Dowager Countess, mm-hmm. just for appearance's sake. Mm-hmm. I mean, good good for Edith. Good for Edith. I, I'm i not going to bet on the fate of <laughs> right. Edith and Marigold on their own in London. I'm not sure Edith is the most worldly wise person I've mm-hmm. ever seen. Mm-hmm. She did know enough to tip the valet at the hotel.
1: Only after he stood there with his hand open and a little <laughs> cough. But
0: yes, still, but still she, she caught on. She doesn't seem to have a lot of street sense nonetheless good for her Mm -hmm. or shrugging off the blanket of convention and taking control of her own child i'm happy to see them together having ice cream and champagne
1: (laughs) and i do think too that i think it was her last line in this episode it's not ideal but it's better than being apart is kind of the theme again they're they're a little heavy-handed as usual but it's kind of the theme of the episode and maybe of the whole show like it seems like sometimes you go for love and it seems like it usually ends in tragedy or disappointment. And I suspect that the show is saying that you should settle for good enough and at least not be completely, utterly miserable.
0: Is that what it's saying? I wonder what are we learning from the Dowager Countess and her encounter with Igor? Oh and my God! Paths untaken. That yeah. was my heart was a flutter. The Dowager Countess, you know me, Igor.
1: I know. She conceded. He knows her. And another great line of, you can't run away if there's no one to run from.
0: And here's Isabel Mm. saying, I'm ready for one last adventure and why just live out my sunsets, you know, (laughs) playing whist with the Dowager Countess. You know, I think the Dowager Countess might have taken that to heart. I think we may be in, wouldn't we love to see the Dowager Countess in love? What what would that be? Look Except
1: like. she is a woman of convention who still insists that her wild – and come on, Seth, her bitter, nasty bitch of a granddaughter, oh, your Mary. good friend Lady Mary, who was just out of control against Lady Edith this time around. I mean she <laughs> – I mean, Come like, on. Go you, ahead. Defend her. Yes.
0: Basically, Lady Mary said to Edith, well, yes, the only man who ever loved you just died – um, and you know, I don't know this, but in fact, you're also separated from your daughter. But you spoil everything, including my new haircut.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then what is it? she also said something like, um, "He was a nice man. Who knows what he saw in Eda?"
0: Yeah. Oh, unnecessary! Bit so
1: unnecessary.
0: What listeners can't see right now is that both June and I have Lady Mary's haircut. <laughs> We got it in advance of when yeah. to record We this
1: don't thing. have spoilers, but weirdly enough, we both just by complete chance went to our respective barbers and said, give me a Lady Mary. And, and mine we, and we said,
0: fantastique.
1: <laughs> and I said,
0: all right, love. Yeah. And June looks fantastic. I look more like a bald monkey.
1: <laughs> I would not repeat what the Dowager Countess thought. I was impressed, as I always am, when the Queen rides side saddle. That Lady Mary could do a point-to-point side saddle. She did a jump. She did like a seven-foot-high
0: hedgerow uh, I mean, that's saddle. the nature
1: of a point-to-point. And that was actually very visceral. I mean, like, I was a little afraid of that jump. I thought we might get another big downturn <laughs> moment with, you know, Mary know. suffering some
0: sort of spinal injury. I
1: know. We've already had everything, though. We've had spinal injuries. We've had sudden death. Yeah, I know that never stops anything. On uh,
0: it surprised me that Lady Mary didn't ride straddle. You know, she she, a she stride. said. Yeah, you know, she wrote a stra str- which is which.
1: Um, so Tony G's
0: Mabel was astride. I see, and Lady Mary said she would never do it in front of Granny.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So she still is smothered by the blanket of convention. That's right. Whereas in Lady ways.
1: Edith goes off, but no,
0: does her own thing. Mary. You know what we forgot to mention about What's Lady that? Edith in terms of her fortunes moving ahead? Uh, she's about to inherit a publishing house. She's about to become the Catherine Graham yes. of 1924 Britain. Right. Or should we say the Ariana Huffington of 1924 Britain?
1: Yeah, both uh, somewhat appropriate Catherine Graham, perhaps even more so. We'll see. There's uh, tough times coming up, of course, in Britain. So.
0: Will she continue to write her very interesting columns for her publishing. But
1: nobody else seems to read. Poor thing. Now, what about romance? It does seem like Young Rose and Mr. Aldridge. What's his first name?
0: Atticus Aldridge. Atticus. Atticus. He's got one of those names that they give people. The (laughs) the alliterative names are always for the sort of the slick, hot people, I feel like. They get those.
1: Yeah, he's such a cutie. Now, of course, the Dowager Countess purported to be a little shocked about his Judaism, but I was a little surprised by the way that everyone suggested, well, there'd be no problem because she wouldn't need to convert. If indeed Atticus's father is a leading figure in the Jewish community of Britain, I'm not so sure that he's just going to
0: accept a shiksa in the midst. A willowy shiksa. He might expect that his progeny would be, because it is matrilineal. Indeed. Yes, good point. I was surprised that the Dowager Countess even expressed any sort of like she said, there's always something. Exactly. And, you know, her daughter in law, Lady Cora, as we now know, Mm -hmm. as of season five, is a J word Mm -hmm. and hasn't seemed to bother her. She never even bothered to mention it for four seasons. (laughs) And now all of a sudden, I mean, they must have been married what, 20 years ago? These Uh, are modern times. And you would think the Dowager Countess would be on board.
1: Well, I mean, she said there's always something, but she didn't say, I will get in the way of that. I mean, we know, as it happened, that there was love involved. But we know that Robert married Cora for her money. I'm sure that grandma wouldn't care if her niece or whatever sort of attenuated relationship Shrimpy's daughter is to the Dowager Countess she wouldn't mind because she hasn't minded before of a nice settlement. Uh, nice settlement trumps all in the Dowager mind, I it feel does. like. Where she will visit her own not-quite-so-young man in in rather straightened circumstances.
0: And our other romance among the young people, we've got... Of course Tony Gillingham is being mm-hmm. set up with Mabel. Mm-hmm. We've got Mr Blake scheming mm-hmm. on fringes and we've got Lady Mary with her new haircut showing up looking like a combination of a Vogue fashion plate and a case of dynamite which she did. I mean as much as we as much as we hate Lady Mary's attitude and mm-hmm. we do mm-hmm. she looks quite fetching I will say she not, did. As, not as good as June looks in that haircut right. Thank but you. she Thank looked you. quite Thank fetching. You. I was
1: fishing a little bit there. <laughs> she did. We've said this before. It seemed to me that she was very suited for the newspaper proprietor that courted her in some other season. It all blends. But Mr. Blake does seem like a good match for her. They're both schemy and a little bit manipulative and careless with other people's feelings. And they're both also attractive, dark-haired people.
0: We wish them well.
1: We do. Let them go off and be nasty to each other. I'm going to pause now, actually, because we have a sponsor for our spoiler this week which is audible.com, which, as everybody knows at this point, I hope, is a leading provider of spoken audio information and entertainment. With Audible, you can listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want on just about any device that you might listen to us on. You can also listen to your Audible book on. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook of their choice and a free 30-day trial membership. All you have to do is go to com slash downton and choose from over 150,000 titles. Download a title free and start listening. It's really that easy. Just go to audiblepodcast.com slash Downton. Now, I'm going to make a recommendation, Seth.
0: Oh, please do, June.
1: Well, I have always been a big fan of the works of all of the Mitfords and books about the Mitfords. But Nancy Mitford, who was the oldest of the girls, is my favourite of all the Mitfords. I have a great love for Decca, Jessica Mitford but Nancy's novels are fabulous and Love in a Cold Climate and The Pursuit of Love which is kind of it really is one novel that was split into two it's very reminiscent and I have to say about a million times better than Downton Abbey a family of girls looking for love in a kind of a, a big house with a larger than life father and mother Muv and father. Who have very strong views about uh, the way that girls should be raised and educated, but who also have fights and adventures together, and also romance. The romances are very exciting. There's the lecturer's lecturer, who is a very unsuitable match, which I won't spoil. But well, we know how unsuitable matches can be quite tempting. Now on Audible, there's a seven hours twenty six minute version. And it's read by Patricia Hodge, who is one of my very favorite British actresses. Many will know her as Phyllida Erskine Brown, the Porsche of our chambers in the British version of... Rumpole on the telly. So anyway, super recommend it. I could go on for about an hour about it, but this I will stop exciting. myself. This sounds exciting.
0: This sounds like it would it would tickle my Jane Austen button. Oh,
1: my bit, goodness. As
0: well as my Downton Saw spot. A house full of daughters oh. looking for suitable matches.
1: And super funny. Really hilariously funny.
0: And seven hours of wonderful content. That is about three subway rides, given mm-hmm. how the New York City subways have been running <laughs> lately.
1: <know>. Burn. <laughs> burn that's, that's a Blasio. non-vintage burn okay again fans of the downton abbey spoiler special can get a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook just by going to com slash downton enjoy okay back to the war of spanish succession
0: our favorite topic
1: <laughs> yeah uh, which who knew that Molesley was such an expert?
0: He has the soul of an educator.
1: Oh, that Such went, a
0: patient, kind man. June. Really that sort of kindness doesn't come around often, and we no. must welcome it into our midst when we find it.
1: Who, who made that observation about kindness?
0: Mrs. Patmore, who herself has a bit of kindness that creeps out she every once a, in a while.
1: In fact, we've really seen like 99% kindness from Mrs. Peace. She used to be the tyrant in the kitchen who occasionally showed a flash of kindness, but now she's all...
0: You know, downstairs has been all kindness of late, even scheming Barrow. Ugh, we, yes. W- you know, this week we were made to sympathize with Barrow, who's had mm-hmm. a rough go of it lately. Yeah. And it was kindness all around. Baxter had his back. Yeah. Took him to the doctor, did the right thing. Yep. You know, he was trying to, quote, cure himself mm-hmm. using saline solution. Yeah. And, uh, June, how did you feel about this storyline this week?
1: Well— You know, did predict it.
0: You did. Kudos to me. Totally called it.
1: Called it, but I have to say, I was glad to have Doctor Clarkson. He's also a very kind and warm person. He's made some terrible (laughs) medical decisions at various points. Given very bad advice, but he was a miracle. I mean, would literally have been a miracle in 1924 if he had. It does seem a bit hard to believe
0: he would simply say, accept the burden that chance has seen fit to lay upon you and make the best of it, that he seemed rather enlightened for his time, but good on him.
1: Right. And he also said, let's just quote Dr. Clarkson together, Seth. He said, remember that harsh reality is always better than false hope, which again is kind of a message of this episode.
0: And yet we still find people going to therapy (laughs) to, quote, cure themselves. Yes. Maybe they should just try saline solution.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Be sure to uh, clean your works. Now, speaking of works, we had a scene. It's the plot that we like the least were Bates and Anna, who, again, is a total saint. So Bates was looking. I thought he'd found um, Thomas's works, actually. But it was Lady Mary's, Marie Stope's equipment. Her contraception. There's a bit of a threes Company misunderstanding there. (laughs) Yeah. And Anna did not give away Lady Mary's secret, which is just ridiculous.
0: Absolutely ridiculous. Why wouldn't she tell her husband? Who can keep a secret better than maids, as we've seen? Right. Why wouldn't she just tell, just spill the beans, explain what's going on? He's not going to rat out Lady Mary. He has no reason to. No.
1: And so instead, she essentially allows him to think that she is intervening and that she truly has no hope or is hoping not to become pregnant with his child because, in his view, she thinks he's a murderer. Well, of course, she did think he was a murderer. But now... She had her doubts. Yeah. Let's not
0: say she was sure he was a murderer, but she was beginning to have some doubts about her husband.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's just say that. And now he has disabused her of those beliefs. I Uh, still don't believe him. No, I don't either. (laughs) I don't either. Uh, He could have bought two tickets to uh, London. I would not put it
0: past him. That was crazy. I mean, as you know, I would like a swift resolution of the Bates case. Yeah. And if it means hanging him until he's dead, fine. I just want it gone. I have zero interest in this storyline. So uh, anything that moves that along so that it can be dispatched is good. But how ridiculous that they made out that the unripped ticket would somehow dispositively prove that Bates was innocent. He could have just bought two tickets. I mean, it's ridiculous. Exactly.
1: And also, unless things have very much changed, the complete uh, attention to detail of British Rail employees has never been quite – or whatever the Yorkshire Railway was called at that point.
0: Another public transport burn to
1: one podcast. I I speak as someone who doesn't know how to drive. So I I do rely on public transportation, but we're still getting in some burns. As we've said, total emotional gamut this week. But there's also some good laughs with Spratt. Just getting so agitated that his voice went up about 26 octaves and he had to talk about the new maid, Miss Denkers, which I had to look up because I thought, what, is she from like Denmark or something? But it turns out it's D-E-N-K-E-R because that actress is Sue Johnson, who is the most common northerner. She's been in Brookside and Coronation Street and she's the full British Northern soap. She's also a little bit old to be getting a job as a ladies' maid, but I'm not going to go there. There's so much specialized
0: knowledge to this, <laughs> June, in terms of geography, yes, in terms yes. of actor's history. And
1: also Denker's refusal to wash the Dowager Countess's smalls. <laughs> yes. It was very sweet and funny, and I did love how Isabel got to enjoy that moment she said, I'm quite enjoying this.
0: Penelope Wilton's smile when she is delighted by watching the Dowager Countess get her come up and That smile is priceless. If I could just bottle that smile and unleash it on the world. It's a beautiful thing. Well, June, another beautiful thing is sponsorship. And this week's Downton Abbey spoiler special is sponsored by The Jinx, The Life and Deaths of Robert Durst, the new documentary series from HBO. Four decades, three murders, and one very rich man who refused to speak until now. The Jinx airs Sundays at 8 on HBO starting this Sunday, February eighth. The Jinx is filmmaker Andrew Jarecki's six-part examination of Robert Durst, the reclusive millionaire at the heart of three murders. It exposes long-buried information discovered during their seven-year investigation of a series of unsolved crimes. It was made with the cooperation of Durst, who has consistently maintained his innocence and remains a free man today. The Jinx comes from Andrew Jarecki and Mark Smerling, the Oscar nominees behind Capturing the Freedmen's. Durst came to know Jarecki after the release of his feature film, All Good Things, a fictional account of Durst's life, starring Ryan Gosling and Kristen Dunst. The Jinx, The Life and Deaths of Robert Durst, starts February 8th and airs Sundays at eight only on HBO.
1: Okay, so... Uh, we must rush to our end, but what else do we have to talk about?
0: Well, we've got some joint cottage buying oh, proposed, yes. some yes. real estate transactions. Good on Mrs. Patmore for making a solid investment. I feel mm-hmm. like she could improve that cottage over time.
1: Absolutely. Outside and, privy and all.
0: Yes. And I mean, she can move that privy indoors as times change. And we've seen the advancement for Hughes Carson Shippers for Harson. Yes. For Kippers <laughs> for Whatever we want to call it harson Cues For shippers like me and you, yeah, Jen, yeah. This was the beginning of something real I think because now it's out there on the table mm-hmm. That Carson would like to have He called it sort of a business, business Relationship But yes. we all know what's going on here He's laying the groundwork for a partnership Not merely of money but of souls
1: Heavens, I'm all of of God Of hearts Indeed Now, our final topic Is one that's As you said, very close to my heart, Isis, man, she's looking listless and maybe a little bit heavy.
0: It makes me sad. It makes me so sad. Again, I still haven't clarified this. It seems like Isis is 12 years old, something like that. Something. Maybe she ate a bad squirrel. Yeah. (laughs) We're not sure. But Downton Abbey, there is always great portent. When they show a sick dog in the first act. Yeah, yeah. You know.
1: If Isis sneezes in episode five, there's going to be some trouble in episode six. Now, as the owner of it old animal who's having her own little issues it breaks my heart i mean i know that some of the actors are also like you know one summer cold away from uh, not being in the next season but oh my goodness isis i can't be doing with it
0: yeah i feel like that's what happened to miss bunting didn't that feel more <laughs> like uh, okay this actress's arc has gone where we want it to go let's just ship her off but isis you can't do this to us lord fellows
1: this is the thing You can always replace a dog. I suppose, like, to me, it's the point of animals and pets is to teach us about letting go. And I think we must let go of this spoiler special.
0: Until next week,
1: Oh, Until next week, Scrimpy.